1: They say marketing is a madman's game. So now we turn it over to the marketing madman with Trip Job and Darren Rand on Extra 1063 FM.
2: Happy Saturday. Welcome to the uh, Marketing Madmen. Trip Job here with special guest host today, Scott Reinhold, or Rhino, of the Morning Extra. Uh, Rhino, thanks for joining us. Yeah, well, you know what? I am a big fan of
1: the show, but it's also so hot outside I didn't want to leave, so I wanted to stay in the air conditioning, so I figured I'd stick around and talk to you. No, huge fan of the show. Uh, marketing's been a... A huge part of my life for a long time so um, i'm i'm really happy to be here to be able to talk to you guys
2: well uh, a lot of people probably don't know some of your background outside of being on the radio but uh, we'll talk a little bit about the restaurant business i know you've got uh, deep ties in uh, the restaurant uh, business and also this week, uh, you and Tug were talking about um, you know what's going on with inflation, um, rate increases, etc. And I thought we would kick off because there was a recent article I saw that uh, again hits on this topic that's incredibly important for small businesses.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And inflation right now, I mean, there's there's a lot that goes into it, and especially in small businesses right now, especially when you use credit to run your business like that's going to be a huge problem we've seen three increases on interest rates and that's going to affect the credit card and a lot of small businesses and when i own my restaurants one of the things i relied on was credit and to see those numbers move up i don't know if i'd be able to afford with where they're trying to move this rate hike to be able to afford to stay in business, and I think that's going to be a very, very concerning thing for a lot of small businesses right now.
2: Yeah, and I think that, so let's start on that part first, and uh, I think back to um, a couple months ago, I uh, moderated a panel for the Urban Ag Council, and one of the the key things we talked about at that point was just rising prices in general. Now, we weren't talking about, like you said, credit and interest rates and things like that. But the general idea and a lot of uh, the businesses were very hesitant to raise their prices, and yeah. you have to think about it, And some of the experts on the panel talked about not only your hard cost, right? Your products went up. Let's say here in the restaurant, obviously your food costs are going up. I'm not sure exactly, but I'm going to guess they're up six, seven, eight percent at, at least. least. Yeah, you know, depending on what area you're in. Um, and then you've got your labor costs and people kind of get that, but they forget about the other cost and you really have to understand all those hidden costs.
1: Yeah. And all the taxes that go involved. I mean, a lot of small business owners can't afford to have so many people working for them where they have an accountant, a bookkeeper, a lot of small businesses do it themselves and they start to learn real quick that everything starts adding up. I mean... And you're talking about electricity. Electricity right now is going to be a killer for a lot of small businesses. The prices are going up. It's hotter outside. That's something that you have to think of. I tell people this all the time, especially going into the restaurant business, because I've been very successful. I've been very lucky with my business, but I've always had a good product, and I think I've always had a good marketing strategy, although I could have done better in that, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But one of the things that I realized real quick, and I would tell people all the time when they come to me, hey, I'm thinking about, oh, opening up a restaurant, and I tell them all the time, I'll tell you what, first step, $25,000, write a check, give it to me, I'm gonna put it in my bank account. Okay, what are you gonna do with it? Well, I'm going to spend it eventually because you just threw away $25,000 because that's what you're going to do if you go into the restaurant business and don't have a great plan or this isn't what you're supposed to do. So I think the first thing that people need to realize is you don't, you have to look at every overhead cost when going into any small business because we think, oh, I got a great product. I could put it out there, I can sell it and get it done. But you don't start looking at, okay, my distributor is charging a lot more than I'm used to. Uh, especially in the restaurant business, chicken at this point. I mean, I served wings. I couldn't afford to do wings the way I wanted to do them. I can't right. imagine how much you'd have to charge for them now.
2: Yeah, and, and I think that's a great point of when you look at costs, and you mentioned electricity. Also, uh, you know, saw some things with natural gas. I mean, yeah. it's the highest level in I don't think like ten years or something like that. And you know, there's ways to to deal with it. Okay, do you go ahead and sign a long term contract? At least you get cost certainty. And I'd love mm. to get your perspective on that. But in some cases, people look at it. Well, you know, this is the peak, so it's going to go down. I won't worry about raising prices. And again, in some cases, you actually need to think about what's the worst case scenario and then plan and start to think about how you handle your prices based on the worst case scenario, maybe not the best case scenario.
1: Yeah, I mean one of the things I always looked at too was the consumer price index. That was really yeah. important for me because I needed to understand where we we're going and that's why the stock market's falling right now is there's no consumer confidence. Nobody is confident in the economy right now, which is really bad for small business. Number 1, everything we're buying is going to cost more money. And what we do and what we're looking at with the administration that's in power right now is they wanna tax corporations higher. Well, what's that mean? Well, number one, it means you're gonna have less employees. Number two, mm-hmm. that means that every corporation, and people tend to forget like how products are made. I always talk about yeah. this. Just a shoelace in general. You have to buy the thread. You have to buy the little plastic things that you wrap along so that they get through the eyes. Like There's so many products that are involved in just one product you may buy for your shoes what goes into that and all those corporations will pass that price on to you so everything is more expensive that's always scary for me so when i look at those kind of things going into a small business no matter what my small business was because i've done many different small businesses the one thing i said was okay this is something that i can't avoid i'm gonna have to pay this cost so where do i recoup that money Mm -hmm. how do i spread it out and what can i do most of the time it's the biggest mistake people make is i'll cut marketing first cut marketing yeah. first i don't need to spend money on marketing i need to spend money on this and that's always a huge mistake
2: yeah and i think um, what people forget is just how you know the the market works as far as the the actual 10% increase you know, is actually less impactful than a 10% decrease. Right. All right? And so people think, well, I'm going to get it back one way or another, but you start losing in between the margins. And understanding, to your point, all of these impacts, and then I've got to get... You know those costs through, and that's uh, that is number one. And I, I definitely want to talk about well, how can you use marketing to help your situation? You know, how yeah. can you use it to to drive your business? And I think that's part of what this this article talks about. In that, you know, there's a lot of different ways from you know technology. You know, Mm -hmm. we've we've had guests on here talk about, you know, getting their customer data. You know, we had Daniel Pera of McAllister's and talk about how important it is to have first party data, because when things get tight like this, you better understand your customers. And that's where you spend your marketing dollars.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And marketing can be done so many different ways. And you as a business owner can really take control Mm -hmm. of your marketing. I think it's time for people to really start focusing on that, because we tend to focus like when I owned a restaurant, I focused on the food. I want that to go out. I want it to be the best, I want it to go out hot, I want it to go out quick, and I want to have people serving it well, but I would forget about the marketing and what I needed to do. I realized at one point, the more pictures I put of my product up on Instagram myself yeah. and, and started to realize, okay, look at, look what I'm getting back, look what I'm returning, and then I realized, okay, I could put stupid coupons out, coupons that you know I may think are dumb, but You know, for instance, I was in the pizza industry. One thing I realized is when I cut, you know, my dough, when I make it all, it was easy for me to make garlic knots. They're quick, they're easy, they're kind of a leftover food, but I can charge a pretty good price and make some money on it, and really, it doesn't cost me anything, and it was one of those things that I said, okay, look, I'm making it for free off the crust of the pizza anyway. Might as well do a, hey, buy this, you get these garlic knots for free, or you buy an entree, you get garlic knots for free. free. Use that. Use the marketing. You can do it yourself, or you can the pos systems nowadays they are so advanced and they have so many programs that you can actually use for marketing it makes life easy you can keep track of your coupons you can put out coupons put expiration dates you can get qr codes upc codes like it's really time to look into some of those marketing Uh, availability, too, and especially in those POS systems. They're so great.
2: So one of the things that uh, the heart of what um, Rhino just said is truly understanding your cost, Mm -hmm. right, and understanding what are kind of your fixed cost at hand. All right, you're already making the pizza. That's what most people are looking for. So as you know, we do a lot of work with, um, you know, landscapers and the agricultural community. And the same type of thing is we'll see the big cost is sending the crew out. Yep the gas, being being at someone's yard, doing, you know, whether it's just mowing and blowing, those type of things, what can you add on to that that you might be able, much like your garlic knots, mm-hmm. to add a service? Okay, it could be, you know, the um, weed control, could be um, fertilization, all those type of things where you've got a small additional cost that you can then start to entice someone because guess what? You've covered your largest cost um, already out there. Yeah, and
1: that's that's one of those things where you have to start to get creative. You know, a lot of times I would, you know, kick the can down the road. I knew things would get better at certain times. There are certain things that we know right now. I don't know if anything is going to get better. So, But there are things you could kick down the road and say, hey, I will recoup this later. Let me give away something. Let me do a sale up until this point. There are certain different kind of marketing ideas you can come up with that won't hurt you right away and you might be able to recover from. So I always think it's good to know your product, number one. Number two, The biggest mistake I made, too—well, I didn't make it, but I've seen a lot of other restaurants make—is they cut their quality down or get less uh, valuable products or worse products, and then you're going to lose your customers. I mean, you have to stay focused on what you're doing. Now, does that mean that you can't find a comparable product that you can negotiate a better price for? Yeah, but you need to start taking control of your business now, especially going into a recession and maybe even a depression the way our country is going right now.
2: Yeah, and, and look, you can raise prices. I mean, uh, you know, we're we're laughing, and I'm a frequent Chick Fil A fan, and yeah. uh, you know, I got my iced tea here. You know, they've had, I'm not sure exactly how many increases they've had this year, but they've had a couple of price increases. I mean, look, the same uh, Chick Fil A sandwich costs two to two fifty more than uh, I think it did, um, you know, yeah. a year ago. But guess what? No one's stopping. You know, getting in line there. No, the quality is the same. They will not so, let the quality dip. They will not service. let their service. I mean, and guess what? The business is still there. Yes, if you're doing it right, you're going to continue. And and be upfront about it, about, look, everyone knows prices are going up.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the one thing that a lot of business owners don't realize is, hey your customers love you. They love your product. They're there for a reason. They're there because you like, or they like you and what you're doing. They're going to understand if you explain it to them in a way. If you surprise them, sometimes they'll get upset and don't overreact to one person being upset about your prices being a little bit more. Explain it to them the best you can. If they don't calm down, let them go. It's okay because you know what? For every person you get like that, you'll get two more that appreciate your honesty.
2: Yeah, I really want to uh, delve into that when we come back in a minute from the break because there's a lot of different ways you can be more transparent. You can talk about these type of situations, and, um, you know, I think there's a few tips we can give business owners when we do that. So, you know, think about um, technology. Think about what data you are, you know, getting from your customers. How can you use that? So as uh, as the market is maybe starting to get a little more challenging for you, uh, understand your data. Understand your customers and use that to start building um, ways that you're going to go out and, uh, market and promote to your customers. So uh, with that, we'll be right back after the break. And you are listening to the Marketing Mad Men on Extra 106.3. Doctora
0: Ramos, a la sala
1: de espera. Hay un problema que afecta a muchos niños que no puedo resolver sola. Se llama estrés tóxico. Y esto aumenta el riesgo de problemas de salud. Pero hay pasos que los padres pueden tomar para superar el estrés tóxico. Aprende cómo en 1st Now back to the Marketing Mad Men on Extra 1063 FM.
2: Welcome back to the Marketing Mad Men. Trip Job here with a special guest, uh, Rhino, from the Morning Extra. And uh, we were talking about um, how do you deal with you know price inflation in small businesses, whether it's a restaurant, whether it's landscaping company, or any other you know product or service business. And I think one of the things we hit on, is the transparency, all right? Everyone knows that you're raising prices, costs are going up. Um, I think it's critically important that businesses, you know, accept that. Don't have it, you know, all of a sudden come to an invoice, whether you're sitting at the restaurant um, or somewhere else, and and guess what? Oh, that's a surprise. Right. I didn't expect it to be this much.
1: Yeah, you never want to do that to your customers. You never want them. I've always put signs on the door to let people know or at least on the menu to let them know and right now you're seeing a lot of restaurants especially they're literally putting stickers of prices so that they can take them off quick and change them because that's how volatile the food industry has become like i said chicken wings i used to pay less than 50 cents a wing and then you could charge 75 cents a wing and that was a good deal now you're looking at over a dollar per wing i mean it's almost impossible 20 wings cost you 20 dollars. that seems so high right now and chicken beef and those so for the rest restaurant industry they're really going to have a hard time because not only that when you get a delivery in the restaurant business you're paying not only cisco for the food you're also paying for the gas for the truck yep. and doing all that so All the prices are adding up. They they factor all that in. So you got to start getting creative. And in the lawn industry right now, they're going to hit the fertilizer. Look, fertilizer, fertilizer. I mean, gas.
2: Gas. Whether it's for the equipment to get there or the you know the lawn equipment they're using. I mean, obviously gas is just uh, ridiculous, and so that's a huge expense they have.
1: Yeah, and we don't know when this is going to end because right now the administration they stopped us from being energy independent. So there's no way that gas prices are going to come down anytime soon. And yeah, I'm a conservative talk show host, but I'm going to be realistic. I mean, we got – Oh, it's not even two years into this administration. He's not going to change the way he's doing business or eliminating our need for energy independence. He doesn't care at this point. So you can't expect these numbers to come down, so you better have a plan going in, and that's obviously you want to get more customers. You're going to have to look at that gas price and say, okay, listen, hey, we, we would love to cut your lawn for whatever it is, $25, but we have gas, we have this. Talk to your customers. They appreciate that honesty, and that's so important. And market that way, too. Look. Give specials.
2: Well, and I've seen it where um, we've seen clients and seen uh, certain, let's call them landscaping groups, that will go, hey, we have four out of 20 houses in this neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And we're like, you know what? If we can get up to eight, we'll give you all this rate. And guess what? The reason they want to do it is they bring the truck in, they set it there, and it's there for four hours doing the eight yards. Yeah. And all of a sudden, that's a tremendous impact in their cost, and they can turn it in. So look at ways to use that to develop programs that will get you more customers and also lower your you know, cost per uh, customer. Yeah. And
1: you know what? Utilize other businesses as well. I did that a lot in the mm-hmm. restaurant business we did mostly pizza italian people came in yeah. we we're a very popular new york restaurant and people would come in all the time but i realized hey i need more money than just what they're bringing in here so catering was huge and knowing right now that a lot of companies are also saying to their employees, hey, we know it's rough, let us do something special, let us bring you in lunch, let us buy you this, let us get you this. Look at what other companies are doing to make their employees happy, and then see if you fit in any of those, and find out ways, and I always took creative ideas from other companies and go, hey, that's a good idea during this time, how can we make this a little bit better? How can we make this different? And I would go to the companies and say, listen, you're talking about food costs being good, look, Pizza. It's cheap. It's inexpensive. It's flour. It's water. Salt. We can do this at an un, you know an unbelievable rate for you. If you give me four 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 straight months, once a week, I'll bring you the food. We'll give you a great deal. Both of us are making money. Both of yep. us are having employees that are happy.
2: No, that's uh, those are fantastic ideas. And I want to hit a couple that I've seen recently, and 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 jump in with some ideas you've heard. But you know, there's I think it's Johnny's Pizza. I still get on their email list. I don't live near there anymore, but. Every now and then and I saw one about 2 weeks ago where with their normal Monday, you know, email that goes out, they said they were very open. We are doing everything we can mm-hmm. to manage our cost, but we also want to make sure we're paying our employees who treat you fairly. Therefore, Effective this week, next week, whatever it was, our prices have gone up X percent. Yeah. I mean it was a very well laid out. It was yes, there's a little bit of cost, but they also put it around their employees. And they weren't they weren't hiding it. They actually put it out in that email. So it wasn't the next time you go to order a peach and you're like I don't think I paid this much last time. <laughs> yeah. They're being upfront about it, and I, I think that is absolutely the best approach.
1: Yeah, pass the buck. I mean, I've always passed the buck on yeah. to someone else. It was always someone else's fault why we had to raise our prices, yeah. and that's not a lie most of the time. Yeah. It's true. I mean, look, we'd all love to give you the best possible price, but we all know being small business owners, sometimes you have – what they call the manufactured suggested retail price. And they will tell you in certain businesses, you cannot go below this price. You cannot sell below this price. Some of us would love to because it creates that capitalistic society. It creates that competition that you want, but it does have to be fair. So you're able to pass that buck on. And I was always so honest with my customers. Cheese is one of those, especially yep. in the uh, you know the pizza business. It's a very expensive product. There are ways, and I would never, ever sacrifice on my cheese. I paid more than any restaurant combined. When I'd look at other pizza places, I'll take Domino's, for instance. My ingredients on my cheese are milk, salt. That was about it, and natural enzymes. Yeah. That's all that was in my cheese. When you look at Domino's, it's like polysorba, geez, ah, geez, blah, 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 and you're like, what is this? And it's like 700 different ingredients. I paid $5 a pound for my cheese. They pay 75 cents a pound. So they can do a $5 pizza. I'm doing a $20 pizza, but my product so, is better. But I let everybody know that up front.
2: Well, that's that's a key point. So uh, if, if you're still listening out there, um, take that. And that's a, you know, if you're taking that quality approach, and here's your natural ingredients, and here's where they are, you can market that. Yeah. And you can market our prices are such because we use only the best cheese. Yep. And compared to options out there, it's seventy percent more expensive. Yep. But yeah. we are not going to change the quality of our pizza and let people know that. Yeah. Yeah. And for the most part, you look, you're gonna lose some of the discount buyers, sure. But you're gonna pray ingratiate yourself to all your customers, mm-hmm. right? And they're gonna understand. You know what? I'm glad that regardless of what's going on, you're not uh, jeopardizing the quality of your product.
1: Yeah. And there's nothing I do not like more than somebody who is selling me a product that doesn't believe in their product or doesn't care enough about their product. And I made sure of it. And for that example that I gave with the cheese, what I would do was I would literally just go into my office. I one day just went, Hey, here's the difference. And I printed out all the ingredients. Here's Domino's pizza. Here's, you know, the place down the streets pizza. Here's even what they call themselves a New York pizza place compared to me. Here's their ingredients in their cheese. It's easy to find. And then I'd put mine right there and it's just had, I put mine in huge bold. There's my three here. Here's the thousand of other ingredients that are going in other people's pizza. It was an easy thing, but you know what it did? It brought me even more customers because they started yep. talking. Word of mouth to me is always the best advertising.
2: I love it. And here's, you know, we also give out free ideas from time to time. And so here's one where you can use uh, what Rhino was talking about in social media. You can do the exact same thing. Let's say you make pizza. Or you can make yeah. whatever your food is, and let's we're going to use cheese as an example. It could be something else. But you could make side by side everything else, your same dough, your same sauce. Here's our cheese, and you're videoing this. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a 45-second video. That's it. You're showing it. You put it on. Here's We can save you a $1.50 on your pizza with this cheese. Boom, they both go through the pizza ovens. They come out. You show the difference. Yeah. That can be a video that can be on social media. Yep. I Absolutely, mean, it's not hard to do and you get across why you're doing what you're doing and why your prices are there. And this
1: doesn't just relate to restaurants. I mean, it can be done in yeah. every industry because everybody sells a product that has a, comp, a competitor somewhere and the product that you're selling hopefully is better than the competitors. If not, maybe it's just as good, yeah. but lower price, whatever you need to do. But yeah, I found social media to be my biggest and it was easy for me to do. I wasn't great with the social media at the yep. beginning, but I realized: look, I could pay someone to do this. That's fine, but I really don't have the money right now, especially in a tight time when I'm right. starting the business and trying to get it up and going. You know, I know that the first year is always going to be tough, but I can do this. I can take yeah. five minutes every day just to put up a post, a two-minute post, quick, fun, funny, and sometimes hey, it I'm was trying just a us new working. recipe. You yeah. know, it's
2: a great way to get out. Hey, I'm trying. Uh, yeah. You know grandma's chicken parmesan or whatever a people all of a sudden figure out what you're do you know that you got a, an item maybe they're interested in but also you're kind of getting across the fact we're going to be innovative we're going to show you what we're yeah. doing there's so many ways you can use it even if it isn't part of your business
1: yeah. like you can you could take a baseball bat and and just smash some tomatoes and just have yeah. fun and <laughs> you know we did some silly things at the restaurant we did some funny things some silly things some goofy things we would do some lip syncing i mean we were we're a little bit more out like we weren't afraid we weren't shy and if you're a shy person maybe that's not your thing so you have to come up with something different or maybe you have employees don't be afraid to use your employees they love working for you i hope because that's the environment use them get their ideas especially young ones i always went to the younger kids we were right by kennesaw state yeah i made sure to hire a lot of the college kids for a few reasons number one they're going to talk to everybody else around them number two they're up on the social media they're up on the technology i was able to use them and let them create and tag me and tag our restaurant and that got me even more so i think it's really important to use not only your product but also use the people that you do hire that are surrounded to help you advertise and to learn from they have some great ideas
2: they're your front lines to your customer which is key. and you know one one thing i'll I'll, i didn't mention this article but we really have kind of talked about it but it's a, a fact is that the uh you know, they point out that 90% of customers say transparency and adhering to values mm-hmm. are the most important factor in deciding what businesses support. So everything we just talked about, yeah. you know, and that's why it's uh, it's incredibly important. And you know, the other thing in using your employees, um, we kind of threw this out before Memorial Day. We're, you know, a few weeks away from uh, July 4th. And let's say you are uh, someone who does services around the home. I mean, it could be inside the home or outside the home, it doesn't matter. You know, we threw out the idea of how do you have a better customer experience and just do little things that take price out of the equation. And right. I said, you know, if you're a landscape company buying those little wooden, you know, U.S. flags, the yep. ones that are 18 inch high, look, if you buy a couple hundred of them, they end up being like 10 cents a piece or something like that. I mean, yep. they're really inexpensive, and you put a a, a label on the, um, you know, the stem. You know from your abc landscaping company but you go out the week or so before july 4th and you when you mow the yard and do everything else you leave one of those you know on their yard you know yeah, right by absolutely. their front door or Brilliant. right by their walk um who's you know they're gonna go where did this come from and then they see that you did that no one asked you to do that but those type of things all of a sudden they go wait a second oh they think a little more about me as a as a customer yeah, you know, and there's absolutely. definitely ways to uh, do do those type of things. You get to—I um, know you've probably done things where, uh, you know, whether it's birthday celebrations or it's Father's Day, and you do a little something special for uh, the the fathers in the restaurant. You know, since that one's coming up, yeah. um, there's always ways to treat people a little special, and uh, that creates that bond as well, and and gets people to forget about pricing for a week anyway. Yeah, and and as silly as this sounds, and I'm gonna
1: use my business again, the restaurant business, one thing I did was I realized one thing, obviously pizza is a huge thing with kids. But kids also are really hard to tell no to. So I use the kids (laughs) a lot, but in good ways. I always opened up to a lot of the preschools around and said, hey, bring the kids in. And I would toss pizzas, drop them on their head, be fun, have the kids have an experience like they've never had anywhere else. And I'd come up with different. So we would do camps every summer. We'd have them come up for a day. And I, I reached out to all the different schools. Kids were such a good. I mean, number one, they're going to be your customer forever from that point on, if you're going to be around for a long time, because they're going to remember those moments. But number two, when they're asked like, hey, where do you want to go eat? Guess who's going to be called first? The guy who threw a piece of pizza on my head. You know, those are the kind of things that, and you need to do that. And it works in every single business, whether it's just giving kids lollipops when they come in the door or making the kids feel welcome, making them know, because whenever somebody says, hey, where do you want to go to get these shoes? They're going to say, hey, that place that gave me the free lollipop, the place that gave me the extra shoelace for free or made me laugh or did something because right now you're gonna have to be very very creative because you have to fight inflation you're gonna have to fight gas prices there's so much you're gonna have to fight and in the pizza business i don't know how i do it right now because we use gas ovens everything is gas in there i mean my gas bill was ridiculous my electricity bill obviously you want to keep your customers cool calm but electricity is going up because of the summer because of inflation because of everything else like you have to be very creative, but I will say, look around, know your neighborhood, know the people you're selling to. Don't ignore that. Don't don't say, well, hey, so, these are the people I so, want to come in.
2: That's so important is just knowing your customer. Yeah, right. Knowing your customer so first good. and knowing what you know. Ask you know if you're not sure, sit around and look and ask what's going on. But you know, you even hit not only you know your direct customer, but you by understanding the children, mm-hmm. kind of understood the yes. deeper customer. Yeah. And things that were important. And, and I, I remember so their critical. names. And yeah. that was
1: huge for me. I'm not really good with names. My brother, he could remember you walk in one day, he'll remember you. He'll be like, hey, trip," And you'll be like, whoa. Yeah. But it was something that we made all of our employees try to focus on every single one of them for, for a few reasons. Number one, I wanted to be the one who greeted them all the time and say, hey, Trip, welcome in. Hey, good yeah. to see you. Number one. Number two, I wanted all of my employees to be able to do that as well so that when they continually came into my place, that they'd continue to feel welcome there, but I also started to realize what they like the most, and it's easier in the restaurant, but you know, if you have a business where someone comes in and buys the same products over and over, you'll be able to remember that. You'll know. Remember their names. Remember their kids' names. Yeah. I always remember the kids' names. Hey, how's Jim? How's Fred? How's you know, little Susie. And people love that, just the personal attentions. We've gotten away from that where you just walk in, you walk up, you scan something, and you leave the store. You never talk to anybody anymore. People don't want that. I I don't care what anybody says. They don't want that. They want to have a conversation.
2: Fantastic point. And so let's say you're not uh, a physical location like a pizza place let's go back to you could be a service you could be a maid service you could be Mm -hmm. landscape you could be financial service doesn't matter your service that you don't see people you know here's another one that i've seen people do um you know again if you're going from place to place you're in the car a lot yeah we're coming up again on a couple big holidays you know obviously father's day this weekend and then uh july 4th you know these are great times to just reach out and place a phone call to your customers you're in between you know jobs And all this, hey, you know, July 4th is coming up. I value you. Appreciate all your support the first half of the year. Is there anything that, um, you know, you have questions about or needs, you know, as we start into the second half of the year? Look, you might get their voicemail. Yep. But use that time right now. If you're not that brick and mortar where you're in front of them and can say hello to them uh, in person, use that time just to reach out. It's a great time to do that. And guess what? They understand you care. And then three weeks from now if you have to have a four percent price increase they do remember that well you know at least he reached out to me
1: yeah yeah absolutely and i i ran another small business for a long time and it just got too much because i was traveling all over the country but it was a golf scoreboard business and what i did was i put up led scoreboards all over the country and my main the only marketing i had was really just to be able to send things out, email them. I never got to meet people face-to-face until I actually got to their event. Some of these were in California. Some of them are in New York, a lot in Florida, obviously. But the one thing that I did do was... I, I like you said, I recognized what events were coming up, what holidays were coming up. And then I had to be creative. Hey, how about we do a fourth of July spectacular golf tournament at your course? We bring in all the members, bring in guests, we bring in food. Look, it's a fourth of July. We can have fireworks, hot dogs, hamburgers. It's cheap, it's easy. What do you think? Pay me ten grand. I'll be there this weekend. I'll put up the scoreboard. We'll do a great tournament. It'll be wonderful for all. You know, just come up with those ideas because holidays Big things that are coming up, they're so easy to talk to people. That's the other reason why I wanted to make sure I knew everybody's name, too, because they take your phone call when you call them that way. Right. I was able to, especially in the restaurant business, again, I did a lot of caterings, and I knew, hey, 4th of July is a big one. Yeah, it's pizza. Pool parties are happening, though. It's not as hard. So maybe I get creative. I make a hamburger pizza. I make other things that would go in. Wings, obviously, were a big yeah. one. But I would call my customers, I would go through my database. Like I said, the POS system in any small business is so huge because you can create those directories and go in. You can do it, you can put in filters for everything. Hey, here are all the people who love this pizza, here are all the people who love garlic knots, whatever it may be, you get to pull that and then I can call them and say, hey, you guys, I know you live in that community, who do I get in touch with for the huge pool party? I wanna sell all my pizzas to them. You have to get creative at this point and that's part of your marketing. Part of your marketing is actually working, that you don't have to spend $1,000 with marketing companies.
2: Well, and, and that's why I want the last piece of this article I want to go back to, and you just hit on it. Everything we've been talking about is marketing, all right? And we have not talked about advertising at all. Right. And a lot of people, when they think about marketing, they think about advertising. Oh, I got to do this flyer. I got to do that. I got to be on this you know, website, et cetera. And, you know, at Rand Inc., that's what we talk about, understanding a marketing plan and advertising and other tactics are just one part of it. Yeah. All right. And that's everything you're you're talking about is, you know, really understanding your customer, look at different ways, and, yeah, you might decide um, the events approach is the way to go about it. You might decide that, hey, we're going to start calling all our customers. Um, You might not need to do something, Mm -hmm. you know, as far as going out and advertising on, you know, billboards or things like that. Um, it's, it's so much more important to understand your customers, understand what's happening in the marketplace first, then if it makes sense, then you'd invest the money toward the right targeted yeah. and not, God, not across the board, very, you know, as this article says, simplified. Don't overdo it. Focus on your core customer and then advertise in that manner.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and do your research when it comes to advertising. I'll be honest, I was the cheapest, still am. I am so cheap. I will literally learn or find a way to sit on the computer and learn an entire new skill just so I don't have to pay someone to do it. Like, I'll sit there and be like, I've never cut a tree down, but I'll figure it out and I'll do it because I'm not gonna pay someone $1,500 to do it. But I did that a lot with my marketing as well. I wanted to learn more, which is why social media was so huge. But at the same time, there is some value in some of the advertising that you do wanna do, and especially in the restaurant business. I knew some of the mailers would probably be a good idea at certain points. But then again, I had to really look at what were my habits when I got a mailer. What did I do when I got the mailer? Did I throw it in the garbage? Did I open it? Did I leave it around for three days? Would it be better for me to advertise on the cover of the envelope and they'll see me before they throw it away? Like you really have to start thinking about not only what you do, but I even ask other people all the time like, hey, when you get this. And when people would come in to sell me and be like, hey, here's a flyer. You can get the whole front page for $75. It hits thousands and thousands of people in your area, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right. Hey guys, you all live in this area. How many of you gotten this, you know, and they raise their hands. And I did it a lot in meetings with my employees because I really valued their input. Yeah. And I'd say, "How many of you got this?" And they'd be like, eh, I I did. What'd you do with it?" "Oh, I threw it away," or, "You know, it's still on my so, window," or whatever it is. I never looked at it. And then I would make the decision on, "Okay, that's not going to work, but hey, maybe this yeah. will."
2: So let me ask you if you ever did this. Um, you could create that same flyer. I mean, you could go have it printed at you know FedEx or yep. UPS centers or whatever. Did you ever look at okay, let's do this. Let's go back to your okay. ordered an entree, get free garlic knots, whatever. One or two offers, and you put those and in, in you print out a couple hundred. Mm-hmm. And for two weeks in your restaurant, you give them out to all your current customers, yep, with yep. a one month expiration date. Yep. And then before before you're paying the marketing company to mail them out you know, track how many people in the course of that month of your current customers come back and use them. Yeah. And if all of a sudden, let's say you get 10, 15, 20, something significant percent Mm -hmm. that come back in and use them. Well, then you go, you know what? I think I probably have something. If you get 3%, you may have just found out your answer
1: yeah I and mean, maybe I know we're running up against it when we come back, I'll tell you what I did, which was a little bit different, but I, how I used the pizza box to really bring in customers and continue to bring them in time after time.
2: Yeah, no, it's uh, fantastic. So um, we are uh, talking about ways to uh, curb inflation with your marketing and your business and we are the marketing madmen here with uh, Rhino today and we are on extra 106.3. We will be right back.
1: Now, back to the Marketing madmen on Extra 1063 FM.
2: Welcome back to the Marketing Mad Men. Trip Job here with Rhino from the Morning Extra. Uh, we've been talking about uh, restaurants, small businesses, how to deal with inflation. And uh, one of the things we were just talking about, we finally got from marketing and understanding your customer and your market to advertising. And we were talking a little bit about, you know, do you try things out before you spend some of the money and try them with your existing customers before you, you know, put things out maybe to a larger audience. And I know Rhino had a couple of uh, best practices and things that either worked or didn't work. I guess we'll find out. So. Yeah.
1: What Well, what I did was. I really wanted to find out like, what was most appealing to people. You know, we could, you get a pizza, you get $2 off a of pizza. Do people really care about that? Uh, sometimes they did. Uh, what I found out was I would try the $2 off coupon. Now, I was lucky enough to find, and I did my investigation, that it would actually cost me less to have pizza boxes made And make them in bulk. And I realized at that point, okay, if I have them made, then I could put my coupons directly on the box. It's right there. I don't have to have somebody stamping them or doing anything. Put them directly on the box. So I did what we called like box toppers. Like you get when you get um, uh, cereal, you know, and you bring them in for school. Well, I'd have people cut them off, cut off the box top. You know, if you bring in 10 of these, you're going to get a free Pizza. That's a $25 value. That was a lot to a lot of people. So you get right. 10 of them. And people kept coming back because they wanted to get those 10. Those little cards, they're magic, even if you do a little card. But you can also do it on bags or whatever. Right. But I tried them out all on my pizza boxes, all on. And, you know, luckily I had a company that would print them whenever I needed them, and I could change the coupon whenever I wanted to. But it was an investigation into that. Same thing with the bags. I had the bags made, put different deals on the bags, put different information on the bags to try to figure out which they were working. Now, the bring in 10 of those worked really well. I, you know, you have to get over the fact that hey, someone is going to cheat and they're going to, you know, get to like let it go,
2: yeah. let it go because you're always you know what? you're always going to have a certain percent yeah. of waste, whatever yeah, exactly. it is. If you're if you're advertising, you're going to have certain percent of waste, right? Always. You're going to have. You know, yeah. fraud, whatever you want to call it. Like so, I said, I'm cheap. So yeah. I always
1: worried about that. But then I realized, look, look how many more people are coming in. Look at the bottom line. Look at the bottom line. Look at the bottom line. And it worked out really well for me. And I realized, look, the thing that I gave away, if you had got 10 or this, that, and the other, if I were to put that in a mailer, I did better with that in a mailer than I did with anything else. But then again, did it get mixed up in the mailer? So those are the things, like I said. Really know your customers, know your own personal habits when you go shopping and doing things, and then take all that in, ask your employees, ask other people in the area, like how how do you know, what do you want, what do you do with this when it comes in? I so, always would check So that.
2: some of the lessons here that any business, regardless of what you're in, can take. So you, uh, Rhino started with his customers. So he tried and mm-hmm. experimented things with his customers. And some people go, yeah, but I don't want to give a discount to my current customers because then that's money lost. Well... You're doing that, A, to keep them you know, in the loop, obviously, but more importantly, you're trying it as a cheaper way of acquiring new customers. Mm-hmm. You find out through your current customers what they value. Yeah, all yeah, right, absolutely. And so it's, it's kind of your research versus paying for that mailing list out there that you're really not sure what you're going to get. Right. So view it that way, and you're keeping those customers happy and, and bringing them back in. Then you use that data to then do the next campaign, you know, more smartly, right? right? Yeah. And so that way you can acquire new customers. I mean, I think that's, you know, that's key. I mean, you mentioned, uh, you know, you can put stuff on a bag. And you, you look at how customers... Um, you know, how they react to things, you know, mm-hmm. what, uh, I mean, in, in some ways it's almost profiling.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah I absolutely. mean, and, and,
2: you know, I mean, when you mentioned bag and we mentioned profiling, I was just trying to think of Darren, who's not here and his man bag. And I'm not sure what customer information that tells us, but uh, I'm sure there's something in there somewhere.
1: Yeah, definitely. I would look at a man carrying a bag and say, Hey, listen, we need to carry more high heels. We need to carry more things. I don't know what we'd have to carry for that, but no. Yeah. I mean, uh, but again, like you look at what people do, how they carry the Themselves in and you may realize like okay he's not the norm most men don't carry a bag right. in wherever they go but a lot of women do so I'll take that from you know Darren and say hey okay look but he does have a handbag what would he keep in that handbag what could I put what? in that handbag that will always remind him that I'm here and I did that a lot too yeah. you know one of the things And right now, printing stuff and doing your own advertising outside is so cheap because everything is sub-dyed. And, you know, we have a friend, 1776united.com. I wish they would have been around when I was making my T-shirts for my restaurant because... I like to have fun things, like we had garlic knots, and I put things on there that were a little bit racy, but only adults were able to see it, right. and there were things like, hey, come put our knots in your mouth. You know, yeah. fun things that people loved, and those were the kind of, or hey, wanna slice. That was one of my shirts. You know, it had a pizza slice, a little triangle. It was a girl shirt, said, hey, wanna slice. People loved those kind of things, but I knew, like, hey, don't put that out where families can see it. Like, put it online where it's, somebody can you know, get there's, it.
2: And, and that's great. There's certain restaurants I'll go to, Maple Street Biscuits, they always have cute, fun you yeah. know, T-shirts. There's like three or four different types, you know. And right. then uh, the... the you know, breweries. I go to a lot of the microbreweries around town. Same type yeah. of thing. Have fun. But they're right? cheap. You yeah. can
1: print them so cheap now. You can get T-shirts for less than a dollar each. I mean, there's an easy way. There's 4 inprint.com There are other companies. And they have a lot of good promotional items. One of the ones I found were those stupid pop sockets you put on the back of your phone. Kids love them. Everybody loves them. And my logo's right there on their phone with my phone number. They're able to call yeah. it. That's the other thing. Little cheap cases accessories for phones think about what people do on a normal basis these little coffee mugs right. stuff like that that people bring to work every single day i made sure to put my name my phone number and even a link to my menu a qr code you can make your own qr code like that yeah i the, put a lot of qr codes on products and sent them out
2: and we're seeing that more and more uh, nowadays you know, th- thankfully i mean i think uh, you know with Print advertising, you can start putting QR. I mean, we yeah. used to do, you know, now you can uh, you can embed that video. We were talking about earlier. Maybe it's a, uh, you know, it's a new item. You can embed the video in those type of advertisement. Yep. Or, you know, it could be the magnets and things of that nature. I mean, there's so many different ways, again, to look at marketing. Yeah. It's not just advertising, I think that's the key.
1: Yeah, and you know, one of the things I did a lot too was put the QR code right by the register. While they are there, hey, scan that. And I reminded them, hey, scan that. And they'll scan it and it'll bring a direct link to either my website or where I want them to go or what deal they can get next. And a lot of them, uh, they'd scan it and I'd be like, oh look, you just got free garlic knots. Everybody got free garlic knots, whatever. But you know, they felt special, whatever it was. But always putting it at the register, making sure that I can make sure their call to action happened right then and there, and saying, and of course, all my employees would tell them too, hey, scan that, scan that, scan that, put it in your phone, do this, and
2: and a lot of that. Look, and then you get their, they loved it, and you got their information, right? So you learn more, you learn more about the customers. You can now, let's go back. We're going to wrap up. You you can understand what's important to them. You can understand what they buy. You know, when we get back to this discussion about how do you handle price and Mm. inflation right now. You're able to communicate with them. You can be transparent, and um, you know, not just hide the fact that okay, prices are going up. All that is a circle around your data and understanding your customer and and basically building a stronger business throughout you know the entire cycle of you yeah. know rising prices, falling prices, you name it.
1: Yeah, it's amazing because every year at Super Bowl I knew one thing. Number one, I'm gonna sell a lot of pizza. But number two, the price of chicken wings was going to skyrocket. To- but I made mean, sure people knew that. And I, you know, supplemented an item sometimes. So I'd say, hey, listen, you're gonna get a discount on the pizza wings of gone up they go up every year the price is higher please understand that but we do have great wings available but we also have these options for you so recognize stay in touch with the market know what's happening and then yeah i use that database from the qr codes to communicate to everybody say hey guys it's me your favorite pizza guy hey love you please support us but
2: just know this price went up yeah Oh, it's fantastic. So, uh, Rhino, thanks for joining us today. Oh, it's a pleasure. And, I love uh, it. I love picking on Darren, too. You know, He'll be back with this man purse next week. I, oh, hope, I so. hope so. Yeah, but
1: uh, no. Yeah, hopefully he puts a little note in that purse that says, hey, it's time to go to work.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully, again, obviously issues we're all facing with rising costs. Don't ignore them. Don't stick your head no. in the sand. Communicate with your customers, be willing to put those price increases, and stick with your quality. I mean, I think that's the other thing we, de- we forgot to talk about, but ways that you're doing that and you can get the price increases and drive them home and keep your business solid. So uh, we are the Marketing madmen. This is uh, Extra 106.3, and we will be back next week. Have a great week.
0: This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. Support for Extra 1063 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand.